When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth, is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Welcome to the Midwife Pip Podcast Bite Size, the home of all things pregnancy, birth and motherhood. This week, I'm sharing with you some golden moments and nuggets of information that will change your pregnancy, birth or postpartum journey for the better. You'll find the full episode linked in the description. But for now, wherever you are, let's dive into some short but transformative chats. Today's clip is from episode 74 with Amy Lane, chatting about how Amy planned a positive, planned cesarean birth. In this clip, we discuss how Amy created a personal birth plan for her cesarean section that ensured her experience was gentle and felt like giving birth rather than an operative procedure. We can honestly learn so much from Amy's experience and I recommend listening if you're an expectant mum or a healthcare professional working in a birth space. I didn't know this was happening but they'd gone into theatre and they discussed how they could basically change the um, the setup of the curtain to actually facilitate having the cord still attached and then him on my chest and it was something that they just don't normally do but because I'd requested it and she obviously knew my reasons why she just went away and like figured it out, out. And problem solved and so um this is very long I'm sorry um and so we went into theatre and um we had Lighthouse Family playing um lifted and um, (laughs) great choice great choice yeah and then we I had um the anesthetic done and um, this isn't on Instagram because I kind of didn't want to scare anyone but um I had another high spinal experience and so I know what is your back doing (laughs) well I know there's something going on with it um but luckily enough because they knew the backstory they caught it just in time and so actually it was fine they sorted out um the pain the anesthetic and then I when that was all calm um and there was no more drama they led me down and that's when the kind of the positive experience really did start and I'd asked them not to do um I'd ask for like no kind of theatre chat over my head um, and I I just because I just really wanted to like zone in on my like breathing and my music and I just didn't want to know what people were having for lunch like and you I shouldn't just... when you're about to birth your baby here what yeah you know, the niece sister at the weekend 
<laughs> and so exactly and so and you know I'd asked for the lights to be dimmed um and actually they couldn't do that because of the theatre so they just um they think they turned them off and then there was windows and then she had on one spotlight so it was just a really kind of calm environment rather than staring up um at bright lights mm. and then um little did I know that they'd done this theatre setup with the curtain so actually when they passed him to me she they put him straight on my chest and then they rubbed him down on my chest and um you know the midwife kept doing all the checks to make sure that he was pinking up and he was fine and um, his breathing scores were okay and he yeah and he didn't leave me for an hour until we got back to the room um and then they you know then he was taken off me well he wasn't taken off me that's the wrong phrase actually then when I was ready we I handed him over they weighed him um and that was that so so yeah it was that kind of that calm experience in theatre that I just didn't I, I just hadn't imagined that that could happen mm. and also when she did the incision she did actually do a much smaller incision and they tried to um walk him out but unfortunately my children have very large heads and so um he wasn't coming out that easily and so she did actually have to make it slightly bigger on one one side to get out his very large head um but yeah it was it was amazing and it was calm and there was the music and it was just us and he stayed with me and it was everything I suppose that that kind of like final pushing stage is just mm. in a just in a different it just looked different um but I felt like we emulated as much of the kind of the final stages of labor as possible and that's what I walked away from going yeah it, that was positive that was positive and looking back now obviously it was a super it sounds it sounds beautiful Amy it sounds beautiful and empowering and like you were really listened to and you had individualized mm. birthing care which is so important Looking back at it now, do you think that your birth with Bo has gone some way to heal your birth with Huxley? I know that was like awfully traumatic and there's mm. so many pieces to that puzzle, but do you think it's played a part in helping you heal? Yeah, I really do. Because I think um, I think it has for two reasons. Number one, I got to have that kind of like newborn bubble and mm. I just didn't have it with Huxley. And the more I speak to people, to speak to women who have had traumatic experiences they're like yeah I didn't have it either and I felt and I constantly felt guilty about that at the time um but I was just in survival mode for god six months I would say um and so with Bo I well I had it but I I also feel do feel a little bit guilty that I didn't have it with Huxley because I think having a calm birth and having the newborn bubble made me realize what I'd missed out on before mm, um double-ended sword isn't it in that in that yeah. aspect it's hard it is really hard but it also has helped me it definitely helped me heal from that experience because it's helped me realize that actually a lot of that was out of my control yeah. um and you know I it wasn't about the it wasn't about my terrible choices it wasn't about like my body failing me it was about unfortunately a bad run of events mm. um and so I suppose this birth like reinstilled my confidence in myself in my decisions in my body um and I just think me as a mum because 
I have had that kind of like that newborn experience and just like the feeding the cuddles and the being up but being really present with it and being like you know I can do this and I can do a really good job of it it's just last time I just wasn't in a good place to see that I was doing a good enough job if that makes sense I'm sure I did a brilliant job but I just couldn't see it at the time yeah I always say in the eyes of your baby you are doing the best job like but as ourselves we always like pick ourselves to pieces don't we goes back to that thing what would we say to our best friend probably much nicer yeah. things than we're going to say to our to ourselves now Amy, when when we sort of started talking you mentioned that 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 you know fairy lights water birth positive affirmations was plan a do you yeah. think you were mourning those physical elements of that birth so that the the actual fairy lights and actual water immersion or do you think it was those thoughts, those feelings, that feeling safe and calm and empowered? Was that more what you were after rather than those physical things? Because I think so sometimes I think, they get confused. Yeah, so I think it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was under general anaesthetic when Huxley was actually born and I didn't wake up for four hours later. Um, and so I had no awareness that he'd been born and I wasn't even aware. We didn't know that he was a little boy, like it was meant to be a surprise. And so, um, I missed that whole, I missed the moment. So I think the moment of being like, it's a girl, it's a boy. And like raising your baby up, like, you know, something off the Lion King. I think I really mourned that because I just didn't have that moment and I also think that because I've done so much kind of work on myself over the years and, you know, I love my yoga and, you know, I was very fit up until the end. Like I, I wanted to feel the like the experience of giving birth and the breathing and all of that. And so to not have that, uh, that's the part when I was like, how has my body failed me? Like I've, I've been doing yogic breathing since I was a kid like my mum and my nan are yoga teachers and so I was just like how have I not been able to do that um and so I think it was I think it was twofold yeah it was the actual the the missing the things that you see on social media mm. and then also the not getting to experience the feeling um because I really I really wanted that feeling and do you think you've healed those feelings because you did you did feel giving birth? I know it was abdominally, not vaginally, but but you who who says that one is above the other? You know, they should both, in my opinion, be equally as empowering and incredible as a woman. I hope you enjoyed this bite-sized clip. And why not go ahead and share it with others? If you want more, go back and listen to the full episode linked in the description. Before you go please can you do one more thing? Make sure you've hit that subscribe button as it helps me and the podcast reach out to and support even more women with crucial, expert and reliable information through the podcast.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.